Welcome, Legends, to the Hubcast, your central hub for everything to Are you tired of jumping into multiplayer matches and hearing someone call you, uh... Well, do we have the solution for you? Welcome to Noob. Nice experience with buddies. Yeah. Hey guys, how's it going? I am your host, Nick. Here with me today is my buddy, Nate. And this is a brand new show. We're super excited about it. Um, we're going to be covering some new stuff and everything, so I, I hope you guys enjoy it. On today's show, we talk about what we've been playing. We give you some basics in coaching champions. We end it with video game Would You Rather, and our top story of the day is our Winter Express impressions. So let's start off how you can get a hold of us. Uh, we have a new Twitter handle. It's at Official Noob, and that's spelled just like the show, Official N-E-W-B. That's at Official Noob on Twitter. If you're already following us on Twitter, don't worry, we just changed the name so you don't have to go find this new one to follow. You can also get a hold of us on our ThreadX3 Twitter, which is TX3 Productions, Instagram, ThreadX3 Productions, and also YouTube, ThreadX3 Productions, or just email us directly at threatx3productions at gmail.com. Those are all the different ways you can get a hold of us. A lot of our segments, a lot of what we're going to be talking about is very interactable. Whatever you guys want to write into us and tell us, you can do that. So let's go ahead and start with dailies. All right, so dailies is basically just going to be, you know, a nice warm-up. We can talk about what we've been playing this week, what we've been, you know, maybe trying to do. So, hey, what have you been playing, Nate? Um, Honestly, surprise, surprise, a lot of Modern Warfare. Yep. A lot, a lot of Modern Warfare. Like a good f- boy, Nathan is there. Yep, yep, I'm on that train. Um, no, speaking of train, I actually did jump into Apex's Winter Express mode, which we'll talk about Ooh. later in full in depth. Um, but no, um, as far as what I've been playing, uh, mostly uh, focusing on multiplayer, uh, it would be Modern Warfare. It's the primary multiplayer game I've been playing. Mm -hmm. um, trying to progress through the battle pass. Um you know, ha I'm I'm genuinely having a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, for sure. Now, <laughs> I am having fun and also floored at the fact of some of the things that not necessarily they're doing, but like what we're getting. So, for example, um, I love the way they're doing their content so far. Like season one, having regular content drops. Um, people would call it, oh, they're drip feeding, but I like it. It's fine. It's okay. Like, did I loved Modern Warfare 3's where they did uh, DLC, where you had the past, you had new content every month. It was a couple maps and a couple weapons, stuff like that. So this is fine. It's whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but the most recent one, they added Shipment, and they added Vacant, uh, which Vacant's already been in Ground War, but Vacant now is its own standalone map, like in COD 4. Hmm, okay. Now, shipment, of course, is the one that's got the shipping containers. We've seen it in several different uh, Call of Duty games. World War II had it. Ghost had it. Um, and a few few other ones. We've seen it come back. This is the first time that <laughs> it's it's almost a meme how chaotic shipment is on Modern Warfare 2019. Yeah. Because it is... There is no middle ground here. Yeah. I will either have a phenomenal game where I am 34 and 10. Oh, God. With, like, chopper gunners and, like, Sam turrets and, like, just great, like, just absolutely wrecking. Mm -hmm. Or I, the moment I get spawned, every single time I'll get killed. Yeah. So it's, it's really, like... I think shipment would be perfect for a 2v2 map, gunfight map. <gasps> yeah. Which they oh, should have done. Yeah, they totally should have. Like, someone fact check me on this, please. I think that's in there. I haven't played a whole lot of gunfight recently, but 6v6 or more is like... Yeah. But now the, the best thing I'll say about it is it's a great map for challenges. Mm, okay. um, because, like, for example... Um, I'm doing the weapon master challenge where I have to get 35 kills with assault rifle, SMG, shotgun, sniper rifle, gotcha. stuff like that. Okay. So I'm not 
confident with using the shotgun on on large maps just because I like long range engagements. But with this, I turn a corner, boom, you're dead. So I mean, I was able to get that within a few rounds. You're a panic so, shooter. My panic shooter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but no, Modern Warfare is doing a lot of really good. There's some balancing things, of course. That's that's with any Call of Duty game, mm-hmm. but. Um, Everything that I've seen so far, I've been really happy with. Yeah. So it, it makes me feel good to say that about a Call of Duty game yeah. in 2020 now. Yeah, right. Um, so for me, like, I've actually been on a Days Gone, you know, bust where, like, I've just been, I'm, I'm trying to get through it, basically. But then, like, to make sure it kills some time or maybe if I don't want to, like, really get into it. Um, yeah, Winter Express is what I've been playing a lot of. Um, we're going to get our full review in our topic of the show of that. Um, so then on the other side, I'll say paladins. Um, I have an interesting shift, uh, at my job. So I start at noon and it basically goes for as long as the route is. Um, so I I have routes (laughs) and, uh, so sometimes it can be like a three hour route. Sometimes it can be a four hour route. And then I have a second one at five. Um, I do this Monday Tuesdays and Fridays, basically just so I can get some extra hours. Um, so normally I just do five o'clock. So like Wednesdays, Thursdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays, I just go until, uh, or I don't go in until five, which will be nice. Cause I can maybe do some editing and stuff. You know, I won't have to go in so late. Um, but anyways, uh, I have some in between time where, you know, like if I only have like a two and a half hour shift, starting at, you know, 12, then obviously I'm going to be done way before five. So I've been taking my switch with me and playing Paladins and like, that's really fun. Like Paladins is a really cool game. And, you know, like, I don't care what anybody says. Like I personally prefer it over Overwatch. Like there's, there's definitely some merits and, you know, I can understand why people like Overwatch more. So I'm definitely not going to like rag on you, but for me, Paladins just is so much like, there's so much more customi- customizability and so much like more moment to moment decisions that you can make. Um, and, it can change the course of a battle, you know, other than, you know, in Overwatch, instead of, you know, you would have to like switch characters maybe, you know, or whereas instead of switching characters in Paladins, it's like you have to like maybe buy a couple of perks or something. It's, it's, I really, really like their system and genuinely like, I was just like sitting there. Um, I, uh, put the screen up on my dashboard and like un unattached the, uh, uh, joy cons the joy cons or whatever and so i was just like sitting there and it was just like it was so much fun you know um yeah just really fun you know it's also weird i have to figure out if i can merge my accounts because it's so weird not to have certain guys unlocked because it's like i'm really used to having those like i have a couple of supports and a couple of uh like uh, front lines that i have unlocked in my playstation version that i don't have unlocked here and i'm like Oh, man. But, you know, I do like causing a ruckus. Cricket. It's a cricket. It's a it's a character in in the in in the game. Anyways. (laughs) Um, So I was going to ask you, actually, how do you like playing it on Switch compared to playing on PS4? Uh, Honestly, I wish I had a different controller. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like the Joy-Cons just aren't as responsive as like the pro controller. So I don't know yeah. if like next time I'm going to take that extra step and bring the pro controller. Like that almost seems like a step too far, but well, at the same so time they're, they're doable. I mean, what I would do, do you have the pro controller? Hell yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I just saw a uh, eight bit dough has a pro controller that's shaped exactly like a, a super NES controller mm-hmm, mixed mm-hmm. with a pro controller. And it's actually cheaper go. than the pro controller. Uh, but no, yeah. Coming from, if you're playing anything but handheld, I always use the pro controller because it feels mm. so much better. But but I guess what I'm more getting at is, does it feel more fun to play Paladins on the go than it does sitting in front of your TV? I mean, I don't know. Yes and no. I mean, it's Cause nice. Because that starts as a game that could be either or. I mean, it's it's nice because it's like 
quick matches versus like getting into something like a battle royale for instance like i don't yeah. think i would want to get into a match of Fortnite on the switch because that you know like if i need to get to work in 15 minutes i can yeah. get one maybe two matches done in paladins versus maybe just one in yeah. Fortnite. so it's like i like that but as far as the portability that really has nothing to do with my enjoyment of it because like i could come home and still play it and i it's just as just as fun because it's that competitiveness that really just makes it awesome yeah well, it's like how i feel about skyrim like i feel like skyrim is a good switch game because it's a big see, yeah, RPG. yeah something like a open world or something yeah. yeah i could totally see that a dauntless dauntless is freaking awesome on the switch yeah because it's kind of bread brain dead in a sense where like I can just go into a hunt and like do some grinding on my switch and then it carries over to my PlayStation. Then I do maybe the more serious hunts on the PlayStation because I want to make sure to have the full screen, you know, because there's definitely some grinding that I'm getting through and I do all my grinding on my switch and it's so nice that it just carries over naturally. So I really like that. Cool. I'm going to actually send you a bunch of stuff when we get done with this that will actually probably help you with that. Yeah. Sweet. All right. So next up is our game of the week. Now for game of the week this week, this is going to be every episode. We're going to have a game for you guys to try out. And so we can all come together as a community and give us our opinions, maybe even play together. Um, you know, with all, a lot of these games, we're going to try to shoot for something that's going to be cross platform. So all of us are not going to be relegated to one console. This week's game is Cuisine Royale. Which, which immediately gets rid of your cross-platform thing you were just talking about. <laughs> yeah, it is. It does. But this is the first game that we're doing. But it is free to play. So <laughs> It is free to play. So Barry of Entry is very low. Um, I've already kind of started it a little bit, but I'd like to get some of you guys in, you know, get into our Discord, which is obviously always in the description or at the top. You know, it's in our thread usually for our... Uh, um, for our Twitter, but yeah, it's definitely a game where it's like, I've played it and I'm like, I could see me having fun with this, but mm, I'm going to need to get a squad together for sure. So what's your elevator pitch for cuisine Royale? Um, it actually started off as a, I think an April fool's joke. Uh, it started off basically as a troll game, you know, like I, and it makes sense because, like, there's stupid things like you can get, um, you know, like back in the 90s, you had like the moon boots where you could bounce around mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You can get that in the game and you bounce like six feet off the ground. Um, and all your armor pieces are just various pots and pans. So, like, they're clearly like parading, um, like, uh, all the other kind, you know, I mean, the main one they'd be doing there is obviously, um, pub, pub G. So, yeah. but like, like you can get different tiers of armor. So like one tier is like literally just a pot. Another tier is a waffle iron <laughs> on your butt. And of course it's a buttocks there. <laughs> you have a buttocks, um, armor, you have arm armors and stuff. And yeah, it's, it's so stupid. Like when, you know, like when you pick up a backpack in apex, it's just a backpack. But in this, it's a literal bag that you can see, like, if you go, like, you know, left and right really fast, you can see it swinging off your arm. It's so stupid. And, uh, so, I mean, that's that's my elevator. It was a really long elevator. You had to go up ten flights or something. <laughs> so, but, yeah. It, that's this game so far looks better than PUBG. Is it run better than PUBG? I want to know because I've never played it. <laughs> okay, let me ask you. Do you experience any sort of noticeable bugs or game-breaking things? Because if not, I, then it runs better than PUBG. I'm, I'm not the person to ask just because, like, I I don't normally pay attention to that. I mean, so for the most part, I haven't personally really experienced that much. But I'm also not the person who pays attention to like the frame rates you know what i mean it's like oh it just went down three frame rates screw this game <laughs> that's fair you know that's so fair. but at the same time uh, i play on the playstation 4 not the playstation 4 pro it seemed to be running fine uh sometimes it felt like it took a really long time to find a match so i don't know if that's the game or the community you know what i mean so let's get a couple more people in there just play it you know just play it a couple times um like I said, get on Discord, try to hook up with one, either me or Nate and see if we can get on to Cuisine Royale. Um, 
But yeah, that's this week's game. Let's move, or week, 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 game, what was it called? Game of the week. Game of the week. That was game of the week. We're moving on to an oldie but goodie, Coaching Champions. Perfect. All right, Coaching Champions, much like most of our segments, is, you know, something you can write in. You can give us your tips and tricks. I thought since today we are broadening our horizons a little bit more, we'd start to cover the basics. All right, so number one, don't reload after five shots, unless it's a shotgun. (laughs) So this is actually more important now than Mm. ever. Yep. Um, And this is one of those that if you would have told me this a couple years ago and we're talking about Call of Duty, I would have told you you're a liar and stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because, I mean, that was a a pro tip that I used to do all the time. Like, if I just did one shot and I was like, okay, I'm about to go into a new gunfight, I would reload. But it was also because it was fast. But you have a game now. Apex is the same way when it comes to to reloading. But with Modern Warfare in particular, too, the reloading is so much slower Mm -hmm. that... I can still have 10 shots left, and if I reload, there's a good chance that I'm going to die while reloading because it's going to take a while. Yeah. So, yes, this is more important with game shooter- shooters nowadays because they're kind of focusing more on, on realism. Exactly. Unless exactly. it's a shotgun, if you still have <laughs> 10 shots in that magazine, go for it. <laughs> right, yeah. 10 rounds, excuse yeah. me. Don't don't fact, don't don't at me. me. Don't at me, man. Um yeah, it is so it's something that you really have to train yourself and it's something I still struggle with to this day where it's like I'll pop off a couple of rounds and be like, "Oh, I better top off my magazine." It's like, "No, you don't need to do that." And it's like, "What's the most you die from?" Reloading. So it's like yep. it's something you need to train yourself in. I know it's super basic, but it's like something you have to consciously think about. Just like you have to consciously think about cover. Sometimes I'm just like running around, having a good time, sliding, jumping, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Sometimes you really just got to think about, and I, th- I feel like the best way to really think about it is um, I'm going from point A to point B. What's, what's there? What's, you know, is there a building there? Where can somebody attack me from? Where should I try to attack from? Um, you know, you really should. And that also comes from just like replaying something over and over again. Um, really trying to get to know your, your area or whatever, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, stick to cover. I feel like it's a basic one, but it's also something that could be said from time to time. It also does need to be said because we had several years of action jetpack shooters that (laughs) really, and multiplayer games that really caused us to be on the move all the time. Like Mm -hmm. Titanfall's best example. If I'm standing still in Titanfall, I'm either trying to snipe or I don't know where to go Mm -hmm. because more than more often than not, I am on the move. I am running. I am jumping. I am not taking any sort of cover. And that gets me into trouble with these newer games like Modern Warfare again. (laughs) and i'm gonna to put this out there i don't play much battlefield especially one or five so i can't really speak to it Mm -hmm, modern mm -hmm. warfare is the main shooter besides apex which apex is a whole different beast because it's battle royale but um modern warfare you kind of have to go back to modern warfare one and two where it's like oh this is more it's not a cover-based shooter but instead of running out in the open like an idiot Mm -hmm. stay back be a little bit more cautious Try to plan out your attack instead of running and jumping at it, and, and you'll be a lot more successful in that way. So mm-hmm. not only stick to cover, I would say figure out what cover is going to be the best. True. Because yeah. you can stand up against a door, but a lot of times nowadays we can shoot through those doors. Very true. So Very true. pick your cover wisely. Yeah. Always be mindful of where bullets could be coming from. <laughs> That's another way of saying it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually have a basic to throw in there. Yeah, go for it. Um learn the map i sort of already said that but go on needs further explanation it seems pretty self-explanatory you know and that's it's easier said than done Mm -hmm. when you have a game like Fortnite or apex unless you just play it extensively and know the map up and down um but when you have a more traditional multiplayer map shooter and this is something that we've been told years and years and years but it's so important still make sure you're aware of the map 
mm-hmm. make sure you know all the little crevices. And it's not something that you have to actually sit there and study if you want to have fun. You can still have fun. But if you want to be successful, if you want to get that high KD, if you want to make sure your team wins, figure out what the best routes are mm-hmm. to attack and the best routes to avoid. Right. You know, things like um, Azure Cave for Modern Warfare. A great example, that middle lane that goes in between the two cave entrances, avoid that at absolutely all cost Mm -hmm. unless you are trying to find a new route because that is a clear lane for snipers to take you out from multiple different angles. Mm -hmm. And it's best to either go through the cave go through the little crevices of the cave instead of just running straight through. So it's such a simple one, but it's one that more people, like I said, I think this goes into the jetpack shooters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Learn the map, figure out where you're going. Yeah. Um, and I think like a, a good last addition for this one is, um, mind your trigger finger, you know? Um, and what I mean by that is actually like in close quarters, it's actually a good idea to train yourself to, um, to either hip fire if they're really close by or melee, obviously. Um, or if you have like a, a really good submachine gun or something like that, sometimes it could be a really good idea to train yourself to press the fire before aiming. You know, I'm not talking like a whole second before, but sometimes like right before you press your aim, start to fire. And that way, you know, especially in games like Call of Duty or like, um, you know, Apex, if you're in real tight corridors, you know, you'll, you might pop off a couple of rounds already before you finally go down that you know um down down aim down sights or something and in general sometimes just getting the firefight started first can sometimes be what wins and loses so so if you kind of train yourself and it's definitely something once again just like don't reload after five shots it's something you have to kind of consciously think until it becomes a reflex until it becomes you know because it's also different because another Another angle of mind your trigger finger is the exact opposite. If you're long distance, you want to take that extra, you know, half second to make sure, am I even aiming at the person? Because I, you know, I don't know how many times I would aim down sights and maybe I'd be a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, you know. And so then you might waste one or two shots because you're not aiming at the person and then... You finally get over to them, but then you also have to take into account like recoil and stuff like that. So how many shots are you actually missing? Because you didn't take that extra little bit to just make sure that you're lined up properly. Uh, final thing to add on to that, yeah. pay attention to the game mechanics. Oh, yeah. So yeah, definitely. More, more <laughs> games often than not nowadays are giving you the option for fully auto, semi-auto, sometimes burst yeah yeah warfare does that you know uh, again for an example with that so going into when you're long range and let's say you only have an assault rifle or a submachine gun Uh, if you have a submachine gun i would try to get closer for sure but if you (laughs) have some something like an assault rifle if it if it gives you if the game gives you the option to do semi-auto and you feel like you'd be more confident popping off a couple shots like that switch to that because you might very well be a lot more accurate with just one round down the range rather than going fully automatic and have a lot of recoil there. So that's something that I forget a lot of the times. I forget that that feature exists in most games and a lot of games. So I'll be spray and pray at that point, trying to go long distance. And I was like, well, I could have been a little bit more accurate and try to scout it out a little bit more. So yeah. And that kind of goes into be mindful of your surroundings in the game, as well as watching the game. Yeah. And I mean like a good rule of thumb would be like outdoors, semi-auto indoors, uh, fully auto. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in a, in a lot of cases, it just depends on like what you want to actually do. So, um, our next segment, it's a nice little fun one. It's called Tunes to Die For. Now, this is like the other ones. This is going to be very interactive. We're more looking for maybe not necessarily suggestions, but you can very well give us some. Uh, we kind of want to know what the music is that you guys listen to while you game, mm-hmm. or if you do at all. Yeah. If you don't, tell us why. Tell us why you prefer to do the game itself. I think it varies um, on game. Like, if I'm playing Call of Duty, I, I'm totally comfortable just, like, pounding out some, you know, some, like, hip-hop or, like, maybe even some, like, rock or something and just having it in the background versus a more, like, methodical battle royale 
that can be a little bit more like, okay, I need to focus, so I don't want to have the music blaring in the background. Yeah, and you know what's funny is I used the uh, media player feature on the Xbox 360 a lot. Yeah. Like, I mm-hmm. used it a lot. I can remember playing um, not really multiplayer, mostly campaign missions that I'd already gone through and, like, playing, like, Eminem or, like, some really good hype music. Did you and lose I, yourself in I, the I moment? I lost myself in the moment, yeah. You want it? You yeah. gotta own it. I, I gotta never let it go. Never. Um, <laughs> and I will admit, I even did a cardinal... I even did a cardinal sin every now and again with playing some uh playing some older halo games with my own music instead of the soundtrack so that's mm-hmm. that's not something i would fully recommend but yeah i can remember back in the day doing that a lot you know just plugging usb drive in but now you know with these consoles that have things like spotify and pandora on them mm-hmm. i hardly ever use them um but for me personally the main the really only time that I will use Spotify, um, you know, while I'm playing or, you know, playing on my PlayStation is if I'm trying to grind. So mm, if I'm yeah, point, like yeah. playing like Far Cry New Dawn, I, I think it was the last time I did it. Um, I put on this really kind of, I looked for a post-apocalyptic sounding playlist nice. to like, while well, I could grind out resources and stuff Just like that. Just has a and bunch of people helped. banging on trash cans and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Like, and it was a lot of that really kind of old country, like not old country, but where you have those like, and it's like really concussive. That almost sounded My like the Pornhub intro. <laughs> if, you, if you listen to that, that almost sounded like the Pornhub intro. <laughs> boom, you know that boom, too well. <laughs> it's also a meme now. Um, but that's the main thing that, that I really use it for nowadays. I don't typically do it for multiplayer because I want to win. <laughs> I don't want to be distracted, especially with a lot of these games nowadays using like saying, hey, you should use headphones so you can hear hey, footsteps and stuff like that. Hey, listen um but for me personally what i find a lot of the times uh what i'll use is going to spotify and going to their gaming section mm-hmm. one of the reasons why i love spotify in general is because i can play music by my mood if i'm feeling like a sad little depressed boy i can play some depressing music if i feel happy i can play some happy music and it's the same way with gaming you know you have things from hip-hop gaming to power gaming which is more like you're in a fight you're ready to go stuff like um i will not bow and just like Mm -hmm. stuff like that seven Um, nation army Oh yeah, seven. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, um, but there's so many different categories that you can choose from to kind of fit what game you're playing. You know, mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto, Final Fantasy, Need for Speed. You've got like soundscapes. So if you're playing a really pretty open world game and you oh, want to get pretty. lost in there, you know, mm-hmm. you can, it's it's really it's really designed to. Um, fit one for one. I think that's really really cool. So that's what I typically use yeah. Spotify. Yeah, I mean, Spotify is a pretty good one. Um, I feel like what I'm listening to, I've been listening to a lot of post, pull up post. I've been listening to a lot of Post Malone lately. There's just a couple of his, like, have some really good beats to it. Uh, and then, like, um, there's this one channel on Pandora, actually, that I have uh, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and today. So it's like, there's just some, I don't know, I think it's just 80s, or it's 90s, 2000s, and today. Well, there's just some, like, you know, like, there's some good 90s songs that come on, and you're just like, oops, I did it again. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, why was I not expecting you to do that? That's my fault 100%. Um, but no, sometimes it's just like, you know, I mean, kind of like what you were saying as far as like just if all I'm doing is grinding or if I just have some dailies to get rid of, you know, I'm really close to getting that weekly challenge or something like that, you know, just popping on some music and just having fun with it. And I feel like that's super important, you know, because like if you want to take it serious, that's cool. Take it serious, you know, but I feel like every once in a while, no matter how serious you take it. I feel like it's still important for you to just have fun with the game, you know? So schedule yourself some time to just play a game, put some tunes on, and just have fun with it, you know? So, I mean, I I feel like that's so important. Because, like, going through and massacring people while don't stop believing is blaring in your ears is fucking awesome. Little little side note. Have you seen that video of someone put together of the fight scene towards the end of the Rise of Skywalker where they put I Need a Hero 
when oh, he's God. running into the building. <laughs> it is phenomenal. It, it is so <laughs> it's so good. It is so good. Obviously, no spoilers if you haven't seen it yet. But like it's hero to the Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we want to <laughs> we want to know what kind of music you guys listen to while you play, and if you don't, what, what do you like to listen to if it's not the the in game music? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so then let's get on to the topic of the show. topic of the show today is actually the winter express you know obviously we have that nice limited uh time mode for um apex uh by the time you're listening to it it ends tomorrow so if you haven't you know played it enough please go in check it out it's really cool so what are your first thoughts on it when you when you started playing it genuinely I love it. Yarp. Like, it's it's one of those that I feel like this is the first limited time mode that they've rolled out, um, apart from solos, that I feel they knew what they were doing on mm-hmm. and works the best. Yep. Um, also, it gives another layer to Apex that we haven't had much of that I want more often. Yes. Um, yes. First off, you know, when we talked about in the last, I think it was the last uh, episode we had of Apex, of a uh, Hubcast where I was talking about my favorite thing about, you know, the new map is the train, like the idea yeah, of going true. down and, you know, it's, it's a heist, like it's a heist kind of thing. Now them actually doing that, adding that is like cool in and of itself, but it also adds this really cool King of the Hill, capture the flag, chaotic, everyone is facing each other instead of trying to survive kind of feeling. And, you know, which is weird for me to say because I've always been the type of person that I'm not going to hot drop anywhere. Just not going to do it because yeah, I want to survive true. in the main battle royale. But for this, like, it feels like a objective game mode that it was uh, is balanced in a way, but also just feels like it was properly made. It doesn't feel like it was thrown together, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I 100% agree just because it's like, it, it just feels like they actually thought about it because they didn't just think about, you know, they didn't just think about, okay, let's just throw them on the train. It's like they also thought about, okay, what's the route that it can take? Like, it doesn't take certain turns because it's trying to stay like in that center circle or whatever. And I really like that. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Um, There are very few things that like i feel like could be different but kind of like what you're saying about how like this is one of the first limited time modes where it actually feels like put together i want to see more of this i want to see more thoughtful limited time modes rather than you know obviously our throwaway limited time modes like gold guns only that would be cool but that would be such a throwaway one you know, how yeah. how often would you honestly play that? You might do a couple of rounds just for the fun of it, but... Uh, this, le- this legit feels like something... Like if you have a team deathmatch and a domination, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. like it's it's something that could exist and last, right, right. But yeah, also the little things that are wrong with it, I feel like can be ironed out. Like for instance, one thing, and this happened during the runtime one thing that they changed is um like as long as you were on the train you couldn't take it over uh, or you could take it over so there were people getting in the end cars and just staying in there and if you held up pretty well then everybody was just sol because like Mm. especially you get a, a gibraltar in there and a caustic in there like if you get held up in there and you you know like it could it could just you know be the end for the rest of the teams and you get all three capture points in a row because they just could not come down on you giggity mm. um so one <laughs> thing that they changed almost immediately is that then they started making it change so then it's like it could be the center you know, cart. It could be the end cart, or it could be. It's like hard point, kind of. Yeah. So it would move sometimes, and that was really nice because, like, that could have been abused very much. So, um, I don't know if that was a thing from the very beginning. You know, like, so don't. I'm sure there's somebody yelling at me probably, but um, I don't think that was a thing from the beginning. I remember just being able to be on any of the carts and it take it over, you know, which granted it could have just been me getting used to the game. So maybe they, you know, I don't know. Anyways, either way, it, it's it's a nice addition. 
Um, one thing I wish maybe they would have done, and maybe this is something they could do, is that since they know the route that the thing is going on, maybe drop, sprinkle in some power-ups. You know, because it is mm-hmm. nice to have, um, it is nice to know that everybody has a kind of level playing field. Everybody has blue armor. Everybody has, you know, certain attachments on their guns. I really, really like that about it. But at the same time, um, it makes the surrounding areas just kind of, you know, bullet sponges, you know, get behind something and let it soak up some bullets or something. It would be nice to maybe um, see some kind of a power-up thing. You know, I don't think gold armor should ever, you know, be there. I don't think, you know, but just, uh, I don't know, maybe supply drops, you know, maybe something, something along that lines just to kind of give you a chance and also give you like a secondary objective be like okay i could go to the train or i could go get the supply drop which gives me an lsat or a mastiff you know something like that it's like okay now i have a secondary objective i have something else to focus on you know and that that kind of gives you that risk reward by going to the supply drop i'm risking you know everybody going to the supply drop or losing that objective but by going to that supply drop it gets me more equipped for the next one and i can just you know i can just clear your house on the next round so some risk reward would be really cool yeah i think one of the things that i want to point out that kind of goes into the cohesiveness of the mode itself is uh, the way that the train revolving around the different stations works with like the exhaust vents and the reappearance. Yes, like yes. it's, it's so it works so well together. It's like, Oh, you just got off the track. Okay. Run a little bit. There's these exhaust vents right yeah. just off of it. And that helps you redeploy. Yeah, like it's, it's every one of those like that, few hundred yards too. Like, so you don't have to go that far. Yeah. It, it feels, this is that, that in and of itself is partially why I feel like this is the most cohesive new mode they've added because it makes me want to play Apex differently and I want to continue to play Apex that way. Yeah. Plus, I don't know if this was just me, but I feel like I was leveling up super fast on this mode. Well, it's it kind of goes back to what I was saying is it's a lot more chaotic. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're engaging a lot more than typically you would per, True. per yeah. minute in a normal Apex round. I'm getting way more freaking kills in this one. And honest... Um, Oh, I just lost it. Longbow. Okay. <laughs> I lost it for a second. Um, I never really use the longbow because I'm not a big sniper. And for some reason, um, I started using the longbow in this game mode. You know, one of the strategies that I felt like um, a lot of people started picking up is instead of trying to land right on the train, they'd land on the outskirts and try to pick off the other teams as they try to go mm-hmm. in. And that was me. I get that LSAT, get a couple of really good shots or whatever, knock them down. It felt so good. But in a normal circumstance, if I'm dropping in in a regular Battle Royale and I drop in and I see, you know, a longbow, I'm probably going to pass it up. I'm going to be like, nah, thanks. I'm going to take this over here. I'm going to take a G7 instead. But in this particular game mode, like I started using it and I'm like, okay. And it got me comfortable enough with that in a battle royale. Now I do kind of second think, do I want that longbow? You know, and that's something that is so great about having a really cool limited time mode like this is that it just gets you thinking in a different way. That's awesome. Yeah. And I don't know if this is necessarily like a tip or anything, so I'm not going to lead it as one. But looking up some other people's gameplays of uh, a because I want to see how much better everyone is than me, (laughs) but also to kind of see how everyone else plays. I've seen that be the kind of consistent thing of like uh, longbow primary. Um, alternator or some sort of other submachine gun secondary, right? You know, to get you close quarters on the train and the other parts. And then one of the things I think has been my favorite thing from watching these different gameplay clips is people more and more <laughs> that I've seen on these videos trying to kill the people on the re- uh, who are redeploying from the vets. They're like looking for them and like they're trying to pick them off oh, before man. they land. Yeah. So that kind of goes into what you were saying about picking them off before they get to the train yeah definitely all right so we actually got some feedback from this uh limited time mode from some of our discord members um first two responses come from scott squatch on our discord and uh he says it was a fun mode it was a fun mode but very chaotic you couldn't use audio that much to track players if you use certain characters it would help like bangalore and bloodhound caustic or mirage those work best for the chaos that happens on that train. Also, I like the features of the loadout switching makes 
makes it feel fresh every day that you play it. Um, he also responded with, also, there's one trick um, you could do with Winter Express that I don't know if a lot of players knew, that is <clears throat> that you were able to fully kit one of your teammates. By that, I mean that you couldn't drop guns, but you could drop hop-ups and attachment, making one OP gun for your team. So I think what he's saying there is um, you basically could have it to where one of the team members has a power weapon Mm -hmm. that they could be. uh, So it it kind of regulate relegating to maybe like you've got the team sniper or the team powerhouse or something like that Um, with the hop ups they were able to drop. You could have for one OP gun per team. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense because like if if there was ever like a G7 that had double tap, but you wanted to give that to you know, somebody with the EV eight that didn't have the double tap that could really make that close counters guy a lot better at what he's doing. Because I don't feel like, especially in a sniper type of situation, you don't really need double tap for a sniper situation, but you need that double tap in that EV eight. If you want to be on that train, you got to ride that train. Come on, ride that train. Yeah. See, I, it's funny that he says it was fun, but very chaotic. Me personally, that's why I liked it a lot. Definitely. Because I don't play, apex chaotically i play it strategically so i don't exactly exactly that you know like i was saying before it's just it's something different you know and i feel like that's just the best thing that's the best thing is to do something different take this universe that i love and make me experience it in a different way nothing wrong with that um so then we had one from hurdle 3k uh, the mode is totally dependent on the other two squads, ironically. Uh, if one squad goes up 2-0, I've seen the third squad quit uh, the game, basically handing them a victory. But the worst part... Oh, wait. But the worst part? Uh, when one squad has two and you... Or you and the third. God dang it. I can't read. I'm sorry. Uh, When one squad has two, you and the third squad have one or zero, and the other squad starts blasting at you before the train even arrives, conventional logic would say you go 6v3 and then duke it out for the capture after that. The amount of times I've seen thirsty people, oh, those are the worst, just trying (laughs) to rack up kills and damage is silly. I don't consider 2,000 damage and 10 kills impressive in a game mode like this. That makes 100% sense just because that's like that happens in like domination on like modern warfare when it's like you just have some guy going around KD. He's always worried about his KD rather than, I don't know, capturing the damn point. You know, totally makes sense. Kill confirmed is the biggest offender. Oh my God. God. It's so bad in modern warfare because no one grabs the tags. Like there's a point to this game. Um, But some people feel like they need to screen cap to make themselves feel good. Um, because of the meta, of course, is using some ver- ver- variety sorry, of Caustic, Watson, Bloodhound, and Bangalore. The first point is essential in casual lobby because you can get set up for the defense while the other two squads worry about getting each other. Again, totally stupid. Yep. <laughs> but if all three teams that know what they are doing and the final train is two 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 situation is absolutely a blast uh so my take is that it would be fun if it's a custom lobby with eight of your closest friends but since we can't do private matches yet i hate this uh, for me, it's worse than Shadowfall, with the exception of the first day or two. I'd I'd go about every other match with a win, and it's fun as hell. But like I said, either the third team is lame or lazy, or it's just a CQC kill fest. And last I checked, that isn't Call of Duty. <laughs> I get I get what you're saying. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, I. I I, I like I like this mode just because of how different it is. However, I could totally see how, you know, having somebody drop out or whatever is super annoying because that's super annoying even just in the Battle Royale mode. Like you're like, dude, I was going for your banner. Like, what the hell? Stop being such a pussy. You know? Um, yeah. But yeah, I could totally see how, um, depending on your matches, could totally, you know, 
because I feel like one of, one of the things that did make me like this game is how much I was winning. <laughs> so yeah. so I could see like w- coming from the other you know perspective of if I'm losing every other one or I'm only winning, and when I do win, it's just because the other people are being dumb. So then it doesn't feel like a true win because it's like if you're just in the train and then they eliminate each other and you didn't really do that much, I could totally see how that's just like, ugh, I'm bored. Yeah, and not to compare this to Call of Duty, but what he's saying sounds a lot about what I said at the top of the show about shipment. Yeah. Where it's like the chaos is fun sometimes. Other times it's frustrating whenever I Mm. literally spawn and I get killed immediately. Someone's just camping at that spot. So it's one of those that I, I can see. I'm glad that they wrote in and had these different takes because it's one of those. I'm like, I love it because the chaos and other people are like, the chaos is great, Mm -hmm. but sometimes the chaos is too much. So it's, it's cool to have that dichotomy there of those different responses, which is of course the reason why we do this show and why we are building this community is to is to have everybody be a part of the conversation. Definitely. So we can have, you know, a unified group. Yep. Super, super great. Thank you guys for writing into us. Uh, you guys can also write into us. Go to Discord or Twitter at Official Noob. And that's spelled just like the show Official N E W B. That's at Official Noob on Twitter or our Thread X3 Twitter at TX3 Productions. All right. So let's move on to our last segment of the day Would You Rather? All right, would you rather, obviously, super simple premise, would you rather this or would you rather that? Uh, would you rather this or would you rather that? So uh, once again, please write into us. We will come up with our own ideas, but the more ideas, the better. So this is kind of just to end the show on a nice fun note where would you rather this or would you rather that? So uh, first, let's start it off super simple, first or third person. Like, are we talking about games or are we talking about in real life? Would I rather see see <laughs> oh God, everything first right? or third person? Oh, I would totally love in IRL is what the uh, hipsters are calling it nowadays. Um, yeah. Could you imagine being third person in real life and just being like, <laughs> like walking up that against would the freak wall me out. and just being able to see past me? That would be so cool. Um, that would no, be cool. No, but I mean like video games. This is video um, game. Would you rather? God. Here's the centrist. Here's the centrist. Oh God, in me. Shut it up. depends on Would the game. Would you like second person? Is that is that yes. what you want? You, well, okay, <laughs> yes, so here's the, the here's the situation because you obviously don't understand how Would You Rather fucking works. Okay, in Would You Rather, in this particular case, is would you like there to only be first-person games or only be third-person? You literally have to, Nate. You have to choose one. Either third-person has never existed or first-person has never existed in the history of video games. Okay, that's an easy one for me. I'd say third-person then. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Because it's one of those that if I think about it factually, there is a lot more masterpiece and extremely high quality games that are third person mm-hmm. over first person that we would never get. Like imagine a world where we did never had the last of us, where we never had uncharted where mm-hmm. we never had any game that's third. Per- I mean, you're kind of left with like call of duty, doom, halo, which well, is now, halo. there's still plenty of like first person experiences. And to say that we wouldn't have gotten the last of us in first person, you know, I'd have to disagree. Yeah, we could have gotten okay. it in first. It's just that we wouldn't have seen the back of, you know, Joel's head for, you know, 20 hours. Oh. Or Ellie's spoiler alert. <laughs> I think I still would pick third person. Yeah? Yeah, I would pick um, third person. I, I would have to agree with you, but to be contrarian, um, the best thing about first person is that immersion, is feeling mm-hmm. like you're in the world. You can still feel immersed in a third person game that's not impossible, but it's also harder. Because when I see the person, I'm not me reacting the way I would react in a situation. I'm Geralt. I'm Leon. I am that character, and then I start thinking about what would this character... Perfect example is Grand Theft Auto. Uh, In Grand Theft Auto V, I would play differently depending on who I was. Yep, yep. If I was Trevor, I would fuck shit. 
up, you know? And if I was Michael, I'd be a little bit more reserved. I mean, I would certainly run over a person here or there, but I would be a little bit more reserved. And if I was Franklin, I felt a little bit in between, you know? I might be like, hey, I'm a gangster, so it's okay if I hold up this liquor store. But, you know, I'm also not trying to get caught and not a freaking psycho. So, you know, I yeah. play somewhere in between. Yeah. Every I, I, with Franklin for me, like since he was the youngest out of the two characters, he was the one that I always used as my avatar. Yeah. So like I would go and like you a punk. That's why. Yeah. I, I would go. We'd get like nice cars. We'd go have drinks. We'd, right. we, we became besties. So, so my uh, point, my point being is that I wasn't playing myself. Correct. I was playing Franklin. I was playing Trevor. I was playing Michael. And so yeah. my point being is that in a first person game even if i have a name even if i have a voice i feel like it's me playing the game if i am the one making the decisions i'm more immersed into the world i'm more i want to say emotionally invested because obviously the last of us would be a really good example of like being mm. third person but still being emotionally invested but still it's like i'm that person and so it's really hard to say that like it, it's really hard to say first person never existing. Third yeah. person, uh, granted, we wouldn't have things like, I mean, like platforms, you know, or that just means that you have to platform in a different way, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's it's really hard for me to say that like never having because like horror games are just so much better in first person when you feel the fear of somebody right behind you. That is something that you just don't get as much in a third person game. I feel like the primary third person game that I felt, even though I could see the character I was the most invested and immersed in, was God of War. Yeah. God of War. Yeah. yeah. I felt like that was, I was Kratos. Like that was my journey throughout. And I'm just, you know, it's kind of like Moss when, when, when you played Moss where it's like, I'm the observer watching this, but I'm completely immersed. So mm -hmm. I can see where you're coming from with that. Yeah. First person of course is pivotal and it, it's one of those that, that, that's a really good one. I, I appreciate how complex that went instead of, yep. do you just want first person or It third seems person? simple, but it is kind of complex if you really think about it. I mean, final answer for me, I guess I would say third person. I just had to be contrarian in the sense of it's like, but yeah, uh, no, uh, first, third, first. Flip a coin if it third, helps. Third, third, first. Toss no, a first, coin final, to final. your witcher. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Oh, Valley of Plenty. <laughs> Check out Nerd Radio with our review of that. Plug, 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 plug. All right, plug, let's plug, go plug, on plug, to our plug. next one. Um, Like how I got away with not answering. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So with this one, tying it back to Apex, this is an interesting one. Mm. Um, would you rather have all of the power and abilities of rape, be able to teleport, be able to mm -hmm. go through interdimensional rifts, things like that, cool stuff like that. But you also have to deal with the repercussions of her, like you have the voices and you're being torn apart at, at any given moment. You have to deal with all the trauma that she goes through. True, true. Or be Octane and have his abilities of this really cool jump pad, mm -hmm. but also being able to go super fast and just being a lot more agile and mobile and athletic. Rapido. Rapido. But you also have to deal with being a drug addict and <laughs> you're in immense pain from losing your legs to an explosion. Yeah. See, that's an, that's an interesting one because teleportation and mental um, pain or quickie, quickie, fast, fast and physical pain. That's, that's definitely... That's definitely intriguing because it's like mental pain can still manifest in a physical way versus physical pain you can get rid of with physical means, i.e. Yeah. drugs. So being a drug addict might not be that bad. <laughs> and also mental pain can be a lot worse than physical pain. Yeah. Physical pain has its limits. Mental pain does not. Yeah. Oh, God. No, it doesn't. That's Especially an interesting... if you're interdimensional yeah. with... Oh, it's mm. and I mean the backstory for Wraith essentially shows that you're hearing all of her voices from all the dimensions. You know, mm -hmm. it's like you're telling yourself somebody's aiming at me. You know what I mean? It's, but that's a different that's like so you have like a hundred yous all arguing with each other all the fucking time. I don't know if I could handle that, you know? I could barely handle me talking to myself. I mean, I don't do that. <laughs> Anyways, um <laughs> but uh, that's that's a hard one. 
because it's like the teleportation is so obviously we're talking in real life so for our day to day in real life our day to day being able to go invisible <laughs> essentially essentially go invisible or teleport or just instead of having to have a car essentially i could just run around jump around I jump around jump 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 um god that's really hard that's that's a that's an interesting one. Uh, I don't know. I think I have to go Octane because the physical pain is definitely would be hard. And I being a drug addict would be hard. But uh, I just feel like those voices and that mental thing that would that would kill me. You know, drugs, I think, would eventually kill me, but I wouldn't care about it <laughs> because I'll just True. But um, don't do drugs, kids, by the way. <laughs> um, we're not saying do drugs. We're In this particular circumstance, I feel like the physical pain versus the mental, it's just, it's too much, too much. I don't think I'd be able to handle it. Uh, we're going to have to agree on this one. Okay. Um, I I can't I couldn't deal with that mental anguish. It, I've always wanted to teleport, and that's probably my most desired superpower. But a couple things with with Wraith, it's <laughs> you're right. The physical pain you can always overcome and find a way to mask it. Also, and uh, this is definitely more of a visual thing, so you'll you'll see this on the video here. Um, imagine if you were <laughs> imagine you would be making the news not for being a vigilante, but you would have some guy who every now and again on his way to work is just running down the street going like just, just running <laughs> just all the time down desk. the street and, yeah also if you saw the video i just ran to my other desk so there's that it's a very tiny room i'm in right now i mean uh, is that better or worse than just appearing though because i mean at least running it's like hey he's 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 getting his cardio in and it's a good exactly, way to stay yeah. in shape <laughs> it's a great way to stay yeah in shape. um all right, that's a that's a good one. All right, here's a real quick one. Would you rather marry Mirage or Caustic? Mm. I feel like Caustic would cure your cancer, but also might kill all your friends if he doesn't like them. And Mirage is super annoying to listen to. <laughs> I think I'd have to pick Mirage. I feel like I would get... The so foreplay would get... be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. All those hands. Um <laughs> So I think I would, both of them would be annoying because you would be annoyed thinking that Caustic was going to kill all your friends and then you'd be annoyed with Mirage. Who, I don't know. I don't like people. Up. I don't like people. So maybe it wouldn't be that bad. You should be like, honey, he's just kind of pissing me. Can you just, can you just. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say Mirage because I feel like I could put up with that more. And also I think the sex would be awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Under that gruff man, you you don't think fat people need love, huh? No, I do, but you I think I boy. think the dude stinks because he drops gas everywhere. So I mean, the other hey, one just full hey, of himself. Hey, you would eventually become numb to that, and you wouldn't even smell it. Okay. Plus, he would pr- if you're married to him. I would assume that he would give you a gas mask so you don't have to smell anything. Boom! Just solve that problem. Now what? <laughs> okay, I'm done with this now. <laughs> I think caustic because I feel like he's a scientist. Okay, he could cure my ails and get rid of people that I'm pissed off at. Okay, so don't cross me because my boy JB Blanc will come at you. Okay, and that's the end of our show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the very first episode of Noob. We're so excited to have all our nice experiences with buddies. So make sure uh, to join us at Official Noob. And that's spelled just like the show Official N E W B. That's at Official Noob on Twitter. And make sure to. You know, obviously, this is a new thing we're trying out. We want to have fun. We want to, um, we want to cover some extra videos or whatever. So, or video, video games. So, I mean, first biggest question of the week, other than respond to everything, write into us your, you know, your would you rather's, your tunes to die for, write into us about all that. But the biggest question of the week is going to be, what should we cover? You know, I want to say a super obvious one would be um, obviously Apex. You know, come on, come on, guys, we have to ki- we have to stay on that train. <laughs> um, 
But uh, a super obvious one for me, at least, would be uh, I would like to cover Dauntless, um, cross-play, cross-platform, cross-progression. You know, there's a lot of grinding in it, yes, but it's like I feel like that one's a super easy one. Uh, if you had to throw one out, what would you throw out? Um, well, for, for a fact that I'm going to put this out there, I am going to talk a lot about Call of Duty Modern Warfare on the show. Um, what? But you? I think that has, I think that also has a lot to do with the fact that it goes into the same thing because it is, it's not cross progression, but it is cross platform. Definitely. So this is, this is the most mainstream shooter out now that everyone can play together. So I, yeah. I mean, I'm going to give you a warning. If you got tired of me talking about Call of Duty, you're not going to, it's not going to get any better. Yeah. Um, but I would, I mean, Dauntless is a good one because it's one of those that you show me a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Do I play a lot of them? No. But Dauntless, do I play a lot of still? No, but I know for a fact that I enjoy it and mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Something and then, of to course, get back an easy into. One, yeah, yeah, uh, an easy one is Minecraft. Mm, Minecraft yeah. is the OG cross-platform game, and it's one of those that I have been dying to pick it back up again. So, if you guys have Minecraft or you're interested in playing it, feel free to let me know, and I will, I will press the button. I will make the purchase happen, and I will get it again because yeah. I have been really looking to play it really looking to play minecraft again, yeah so yeah yeah so i mean that that's our thoughts what do you guys think we should cover um cross-platform games are going to be really nice just so that we can actually play together because that was the one thing that kind of sucked about apex is that since we were stuck on the playstation we couldn't really interact with everybody so cross-play is going to be a big factor it won't be the only one but it'll be a big one uh rocket league is a good one for class platform uh Valhalla is a good fighter, and we can cross-play on that one. So there's a couple out there that I think would be really nice to cover. But we definitely want to hear from you guys what you think we should cover, what you think we should talk about and everything. So let us know. Obviously, you can go in the comments. You can go to Discord, which is in the description. You can go to Twitter at official. Noob or our Threat X3 Productions at TX3 Productions or email us directly at ThreatX3 Productions at gmail.com. So, once again, I was your host, Nick. And I was your host, Nate. And remember, always play nice and use the buddy system. Buddy! Headshot.